Welcome to the Invest Smarter Podcast, where you'll learn about the power of building wealth through real estate and how you can achieve financial freedom through multifamily investing. Keep in mind, if you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com, and take advantage of our free report on why multifamily investing just makes sense. Now, here's our host, Simon Castillo. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to another Friday Look Back episode, my opportunity to share with you my best tips and insights into the world of real estate investing and building wealth using real estate. So I want to start off today, uh, first of all, by reminding everyone that we have open investment opportunities right now, um, and the only way that you can find out more details about them and really kind of understand uh, what opportunities are available is to get into, onto our email list. You can do that by going to sastexascapital.com. Sign up for a newsletter that will automatically put you on our email list and you will be notified uh, directly when we have investment opportunities available. Um, you can also schedule a call with me uh, directly to discuss any open opportunities. And you can also view our past opportunities um, in order to kind of understand what these opportunities look like and what are the uh, criteria and types of uh, deals that, uh, that we uh, actively participate in. Now, with all that said, I'm also excited to uh, announce that our next uh, investor meetup in San Antonio will be on December 14th. This will be our next wealth and whiskey meetup at Ranger Creek Distillery in San Antonio, Texas. So if you're in San Antonio, uh, make it on out. Uh, it's a great night to network, uh, meet other investors, uh, get questions answered, um, and at the same time, also enjoy uh, a few adult uh, libations and, uh, and great conversation. So uh, also another great way to learn about these events as they, as they become available is to get onto our email list. Again, go to sastexascapital.com and sign up for our newsletter, get onto our email list. You will learn about investment opportunities. You will get uh, newsletters, uh, tips, tricks, insights, and you'll also be notified when we have our Wealth and Whiskey meetups uh, monthly so you can come on out and, and attend those. So it's no secret that real estate has created more wealth than pretty much any other investment asset class that there is. The problem is that it's also created a ton of bankruptcies and caused a ton of heartaches. So my goal with the podcast and with everything else that we're doing with meetups, our website, newsletters, all the things that we do to outreach to our investors is to give people the education to grow their portfolio without dealing with costly mistakes that can set you back. So today what I wanna to talk about is the top five questions that real estate investors, specifically passive real estate investors, should ask, and then what are what are the answers to those questions that I normally give, you know, my investors. So I'm going to give you these five questions in no particular order, um, just as they kind of come into my head uh, randomly. But um, the first one is, you know, why should I invest passively? And I get asked this, you know, a lot. Uh, many times it's from people who have some sort of real estate experience. Maybe they have a you know, single family rental home. Uh, maybe they own a duplex. 
Um, so they want to know why, you know, why should I invest with you? And the way I answer that is, you know, I, I ask them, you know, what are the economics that you are experiencing with your current portfolio? You know, if you're invested in the stock market, obviously right now you're down, um, but stock market returns are cyclical. So, you know, we'll go through periods of, of, of down markets like we're in now. We'll also go through periods of up markets. But historically, you know, the stock market has averaged right around 8% um, average annual returns. Um, and that's, you know, over the last, you know, 80, 80 plus years. In terms of your single family investments, you know, what are you getting? And a lot of people tell me, you know, they're, they're happy if they can get about $100 to $150 in cash flow at the end of the day after all expenses. So I ask you, is that worth the amount of work and the amount of risk that you take on as an individual investor in real estate? Is that worth, is that $100, $150, is it worth the amount of time that you have to invest into that property to run it and manage it and maintain it? And also all the risk that you're taking on as an individual owner of that property, is it worth it? And, and, and everyone has their own, you know, investment criteria and, and, and risk tolerances. So everyone's answer is going to be a little bit different. But from my perspective, it's probably not worth, it's probably not enough of a return to justify uh, the costs and the risks associated with that single family home or that duplex, you know, whatever, whatever the case is. So if you invest with an experienced team of general partners who do these types of deals, you know, consistently, how can you match their level of expertise in the real estate market? So by investing passively, you take away your time commitment, you take away your risk, and the economics are at least the same and most likely better. So again, the question is uh, not why should you invest passively, but why wouldn't you invest passively? Number two, why don't passive investors have voting rights? Well, the simplest, the simplest way to, to answer this question and what I tell my investors is it's too difficult to manage a property with a group of investors that are trying to exercise their voting rights you know, on, on a property. It's, it's a, a thousand times better to leave it to the experienced team of general partners and asset managers to do the day-to-day -day operations of the property and to execute the business plan versus having to try to manage, you know, a group of investors, you know, that are trying to exercise, you know, different voting rights. Everyone, ha everyone has different opinions and then you're, you're, you're just trying to manage then this whole collective of, of investors and it just becomes a really inefficient process really quickly. And besides that, isn't the benefit of investing passively, not having to worry about you know, day-to-day -day operations uh, at an investment property. Number three, what happens if I need my money back? And this is a question I get asked, you know, pretty, pretty often. And, um, you know, to, to put it, you know, very, you know, in a very straightforward fashion, if you're concerned about liquidity, this is not the right investment for you. Real estate syndications are illiquid by nature. And if an investor is concerned about uh, needing to get their money back before 
uh, the asset is sold or refinanced or before the whole period, then the simple answer is that this is probably not an, not an investment uh, for them. And it's easier to be upfront and, and, and straightforward about this than it is to later on trying to manage expectations um, if an investor was told otherwise that, that they could get their money back um, you know, from, a, from a real estate syndication. So again, what I, what I tell my investors, if you have any possibility that you think you may need uh, your funds back before the whole period is over, and again, the whole period is typically about five years, uh, then this is probably not the investment uh, asset class uh, for you to, uh, to invest in at this time. Number four, what are the major risks with this investment? And again, um, my policy is always to be as upfront and um, transparent as possible with my investors. And the major risk with any investment is it is that you could lose your entire investment, and that's just the nature of, of, of being invested. In if you're investing in stocks, there's always a possibility, although unlikely, uh, that the value of a stock could go all the way to zero. Same thing with investing in a real estate syndication. Always a possibility, although it's unlikely that you could lose your entire investment. Now, in terms of specific types of risks, you know what I like to do is, is tell people, okay, here's here's a specific risk, here's how we mitigate it, and then here's an example of that risk. And in this case, you know, in a, in a real estate syndication, you know, natural disasters are probably one of the more common risks. But the way that we mitigate that risk is by having insurance on the property. So I don't have any firsthand experience where a natural disaster has impacted uh, one of my properties and, and we had insurance cover a loss, but I do have other um, operators, general partners who have experience. I have one in particular uh, whose example comes to mind uh, with a, a tornado that hit his mobile home park and destroyed the homes the insurance paid back at about 120%. So they were able then to maintain the property and the asset after a short period of recovery with the insurance funds and then continue operating the property uh, until, until completion and, and the asset was sold. So again, that's an example of a specific type of risk, you know, natural disasters that can occur. Uh, but the way that we mitigate that is by having insurance on the property to mitigate that risk for both um, the investors and the general partners. Number five, so how are your interests as a general partner and my interests as an investor aligned? And that's a great question and one that I don't get very often, but uh, you as an investor should always ask if you're looking to invest into a multifamily syndication. So a general partner typically only gets paid if they meet the preferred return on an investment. And the way we structure our, our investments, they typically carry a 7% preferred return. So that 7% will go to our investors before the general partnership gets paid anything. Then at completion of the investment, at the end of the investment period, and the asset is sold, we distribute those proceeds, 70% go to investors, and then the remaining 30% is split up amongst the general partners. So again, a vast majority of what a general partner will earn on an investment 
isn't made until the end of the transaction once the asset is sold or refinanced. So there's a natural incentive for the general partnership team to perform and execute the business plan, you know, as promised upfront in the investment thesis. Secondly, the reputation for a general partner is everything. So I would say that the reputation uh, aspect in, a, in, a, in an investment deal is even more important than any amount of money that I may put into an investment myself. And what I mean by that is, so as a general partner, I have more to lose reputationally than even financially if a deal doesn't perform as expected. And I think the easiest way to, to sum that up is as a general partner or investor, if I lose money on a deal, I can always make more money uh, somewhere else. But if I lose my reputation on a deal, that's it. I can't make more money anywhere else because my reputation is gone. And I think that's a very key factor that is often understated in these transactions is that, you know, a general partner invests their time and money into these deals, but even more so they're investing their reputation and putting their reputation on the line. So I think this is a very powerful combination that keeps the interest of the investors and the interests of the general partners aligned. So there you have it. The top five questions that I think I get asked most often or that I think are questions that you as a passive investor should ask when you are evaluating a multifamily syndication uh, opportunity. So as you think about that, have a great rest of your day. Go make something great happen. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, if you've learned something today, please leave us a five-star rating and a review. It helps tremendously to help build the show and continue to attract the content and the types of guests that you as our audience want to and need to listen to. Thanks again for listening to the Invest Smarter Podcast, the show that educates you so that you can take control of your financial future. Be sure to rate the show five stars and leave us a review. Make sure that you're subscribed so that you automatically receive the newest edition of the podcast when it's released. So what'd you think? If you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate and taking control of your financial future, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com and take advantage of our free report on why multifamily investing just makes sense. And be sure to sign up for our mailing list to receive exclusive investment opportunities straight to your inbox. It's time to invest smarter. That's sastexascapital.com.